Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi there, welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be talking about the topic of willpower. (laughs) Now, we often tend to think of willpower more in relation to food, dieting or exercise, but it does also come into play when we're talking about finances and whether whether it's saving or spending, and it's linked a lot to our habits as well. Um, But it's it's still an important concept and it's one that I I felt was important enough to touch on in, um, in an episode. So what actually is willpower? So according to the psychological world, um, willpower is the ability to delay gratification and resist short-term temptations in order to meet a longer-term goal or goals. So you have whether it's the capacity you have to override an unwanted thought or feeling or an impulse. And to be able to, to sort of use your, your thinking brain to control your behavior rather than your emotional um, world. So it's, it sounds very, um, very lovely, you know, the idea of having a, a long-term goal and being able to delay everything else in order to achieve it. Um, but at some point, you want to actually experience and achieve the thing that you've been working towards too. Um, so how do you actually deal that? How, how do you build willpower? Is it, um, is it a muscle? There are there's some schools of thought that say it's a muscle that can be strengthened. There, It's a skill you can learn. I absolutely believe that it's a skill you can learn. And I do also believe that it's a muscle that can be strengthened and flexed and used depending on what it is that you want to achieve. Um, so I'll go through sort of five ways of being able to learn and strengthen this muscle. Um, firstly, though, I wanted to just say it is finite willpower. It's a sort of thing where we don't have equal amounts of it 100% of the time. So quite often you'll have more willpower first thing in the morning because you're more refreshed. <laughs> By the time it gets to the evening, you're like, oh my gosh. Or if something happens and there's a trigger and then you do something and you've kind of like broken your promise to yourself for the day, most of us will just go, oh, Darn it. I'm just going to like the, the rest of the week is, is buggered. I'm just going to go for it now. Um, so we need to be able to put some things in place to help us guide through those sorts of moments. So I'll just quickly talk about the five and then I'll go into a bit more detail. So the first thing is self-awareness and understanding. So understanding who you are and how you operate. Very important. Secondly, is talking about the concept of the finite resource and that immediacy versus long term and how to deal with the differences. Um, Number three is removing temptation in the first place. So rather than even having to work the muscle, which can sometimes be tiring, especially if we're working it a lot in a given day, (laughs) um, how to actually remove some of the temptation so that we don't have to work so hard. Um, and then how to then exercise your willpower, how to actually then flex that muscle. What, what sorts of things do you need to do in order to make it stronger? And then um, finally, and number five is allow yourself a bit of a fun. Just, you know, you can have like there's, there's a lot of diet um, that I see that a lot of the, the um, celebrities tend to follow where they'll have a splurge day. So it's, some, it's something akin to that. 
So I'll go into back into the detail of the number one, which is understanding yourself. And this is this is really where this is like the crux of pretty much everything. It's the crux of mindset. It's the crux of just happen to me. It's one of the keys to happiness in life is awareness of oneself um, and how we how we are. And there's lots of different. Um, profiling tools out there that can help you with that. There's money profiling tools, there's personality profiling tools, there's thinking preferences tools, there's behavioral, there's all sorts of different profiling um, tools. There's Enneagram and um, human design and HBDI, you name it, there's so many of them. So whatever you need to do to gain a bit more of an understanding of yourself, I I think I've done probably all of them. I've done Myers-Briggs, I've done DISC, I've done all sorts of, they're they're probably more your corporate-y ones, Um, but I've been delving a bit into the human design um, concept lately and it's it's fascinating. So I, I take all this in as information, as ways to help me understand myself so that when I've got to kind of do something that might be either not as natural to me or or it's recognizing what is natural so that I don't get frustrated with others um but just as just as a, a small little side note I'm I've got a semi-photographic memory so whenever I travel somewhere I look at the map and I just kind of memorize it so when we're going places I just I'm like I just know quite often where to go either I've been there like a decade earlier or I've been there once um, or I just have a sense of where to go and it used to drive my husband nuts because he always thought he was really good with directions and here I come along you know the little lady who somehow is better than him at it so but but he's better at other things as well so he's got he's got a memory for trivia and for details and historical timelines that I just don't have so it's um it's understanding ourselves and what we want to achieve so that part's really important and this is also then kind comes down to what do you value? What are your core values? What are your beliefs in relation to money? What are your money beliefs? What are the stories? What are the habits that you put you you have that are either serving or not serving you? What lifestyle do you want? Why why do you even want the willpower? Like why are you going to put yourself through the effort of flexing a muscle if you don't really know why you're doing it? Because it makes it really hard when things get a little bit harder to go, oh, what am I actually really doing this for? My reason's not good enough. So, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I'll have my I'll have my splurge day today. And then the next day, I'll just have my splurge day today. And then you're like, oh, I'll just have another one. And it just gets really hard to stay on track if you don't have a good enough or big enough why. So that understanding and self-awareness is really key. Then number two, if we look at it as a finite resource and it's immediate gratification versus long-term gain, what do we want in the long term? So this 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 feeds off understanding yourself. So what what are the long-term goals that you actually have? A lot of us don't really think about it in depth. We think about, oh, I want a career, I want um, a house, uh, I want to get married, I want to have some kids. And it's it's kind of, it's the things that we think about. It's not necessarily the actual overarching life and the, the way it comes together. What does it look like? Where do you want to buy a house? What sort of house do you even want? Do you really want a big house or do you want sort of more of a tiny home? I've seen um, some beautiful um, video footage of a lady who put a tiny home, added a deck, added like another little room and um, attached to the deck was like a plunge pool and it's it's on um, on a big acreage property, which I don't I don't know if she's bought it or, or is leasing part of it, but it's just beautiful and the comments that I see on this uh, on these videos on Instagram is just unbelievable so whereas if we're we're building or in a big house in suburbia 
Is that really where we want to be? And admittedly, location sort of and where we work and where kids go to school and all that tends to dictate a little bit of where we are. But you can still think about it. Like my daughter goes to a Steiner school and her teacher moved their whole family um, down to northern New South Wales to attend a Steiner school there when her kids were younger. And then she ended up teaching there and it took her whole life on a different trajectory. And she just loves it she emanates such passion and joy and it's really nice and that flows through onto the children she teaches as well so imagine if she'd never done that so it's it's part of understanding what it is that we really want and it's not all about foregoing everything in the short term like you don't have to forego your coffees if that's what you know really if you are very intensely connected to to coffees and, and it might be a social thing too if you don't go out and get your morning coffee you don't get to chat to your neighbors you don't get to to meet people people and that's far more important than you know trying to save the five dollars or something i'm sure you can save that somewhere else um so he's just thinking about the lifestyle and what what the what your goals are actually going to bring you and that will help you decide what's important to keep in your life and what's not quite often with with food i look at something i was like i've managed to very effectively convince myself that I don't like most chocolate. Like I love chocolate, but I'm very particular. And if I can't find the chocolate that I want, it can be sitting right in front of me and I don't want, I don't, I won't eat it. I will, there are certain, certain types of chocolate that I just, I really, I could, I don't think I could eat them now. They would just, I just wouldn't like it. I wouldn't, my body wouldn't like it. And then listening to your body as well. Quite often your, your system knows what is and isn't good for it. And the things that we crave the most are often the things that are the worst for us because there's some sort of additive or something in there that's making our body feel unnatural. So, and then when it comes to to money, it can also become a habit too. So we have this habit of of acquiring things rather than having a a longer term goal and knowing what we're doing it for. Um, So for instance, at the moment, it's been really good because we're we're headed overseas because the exchange rate is pretty ordinary. Um, I'm sort of up to my budget. And so it's made it really easy for me to say no to a lot of things because I was like, yeah, but I have a bigger purpose. I want to be able to enjoy myself on the holiday. So when I come back, I'm going to have to hopefully keep those habits. But if I don't have the impetus of a trip, I might need to go, well, I'm going to save this for the next trip. Or it actually felt so good to be so more minimalistic. I'm just going to keep it going and go, this is actually really nice. Um, So that's number two. And then number three is remove the temptation altogether. Um, one of the things that I, I started to do was I did actually unsubscribe from a lot of emails from places that I would just do like um, impulse buying, you know, I'd be like, oh, that's such a good deal. Or, I mean, some of them I've kept because they're the ones that I really want to keep. But others, I was like, you know, when I know I need something, then I'll go look. But if I don't need it right now, I don't even want to be tempted. I have so much Tupperware. <laughs> I really don't want to be tempted with anymore. I don't think my cupboard could fit anymore anyway. Um, so I certainly don't need any more. That's just a very simplistic example. So you can unsubscribe from emails. Just have the temptation removed. Don't don't scroll so much on socials and because the social media platforms will give you ads for all these things that they know that you want and you're interested in because they're trying to get you to buy them. Um, so just maybe just spend less time scrolling, which is always good because then um, you can read a book or play with your kids or pick up the jigsaw puzzle or do something else. Um, and you can actually automate things as well. So you can set up your savings and investing on autopilot. You can have certain amounts just get 
deducted as soon as you get paid every month and then that's that's all there and then you've got less to be tempted by grocery shopping I often do my grocery shopping online not because I don't have the time or the inclination to go to the grocery store but because it's actually easy to budget um, and I don't get tempted with all these extra bits and pieces and I don't often take my daughter to the supermarket either because the amount of mama I want this or I want that I just I just get sick of the I wants all the time so I actually just like remove from the situation um, so it's those things where you're not actually even having to exercise your willpower because you just remove them from you in the first place so that was number three so number four is actually exercising the willpower muscle like actively making it come stronger and to do that is by making whatever commitment you make to yourself and then go one step further so just as an example um, when it comes to money if you have, intend to save 10 percent save 11 instead just tuck a little bit extra in there if you're going to be exercising you can always go just that little bit extra you can walk run to the end of the street and then come back or you can like for me when I'm on my bicycle I just go up a hill in a higher gear um, so that it's not as easy and that way I'm getting a little bit of an extra workout um, when it, other other money ideas as well is you can you know go oh I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself to have like whatever your grocery bill a week normally is try and reduce it by $20 or one of the challenges I've set for myself is to eat through the pantry I was like I don't want to buy um, anything else from the pantry I want to see how I can get creative with my cooking to be able to eat through the pantry so there's not so much stuff in there because half the time you sort of miss things because they're behind other things and yeah so that's I've turned that into a bit of a game so I've sort of gamified it a bit so I'm gamifying my exercise of willpower and I challenge you to do the same. And then so number five is then allowing fun. So allow those splurge days. This is why I'm often advocating, if you've listened to me before or read anything, I always talk about a fun fund. Um, I really advocate for that because life is still has to be enjoyable. Like you still have to be able to go to the theater or go out with friends, go on holidays. If what you really want is to, you know, get a jet ski you know save extra for that and just, just but allow yourself to dream and allow yourself to have fun because if we're constantly exercising our willpower it will get fatigued to the point where we will just grab a credit card or afterpay or something else and splurge on it and then feel horrible afterwards and that's not to say we won't have small digressions anyway and we are human so be kind to yourself because it still happens there'll still be something that might rock up on my front door it's like oh that's right I ordered that book as well wow and now I literally the pile of books that I set for myself to read this year I have a little bit of a book um, addiction and um, I just keep buying books somebody's like oh I read this great book I was like oh excellent so I go and order it or what I've taken to doing now is um, having getting out of the library first and just making sure I actually do want it or it's one of those books you might read once and that's it so um, I'm trying to remove the temptation um, exercising my willpower and getting it from the library so I'm trying to alter that habit but some things I just know or I've listened to a podcast of the person who wrote the book and I was like oh my god I love this so much I, I, I want this book so um, um, yeah, still a work in progress because, you know, we're all human. So that's the concept of willpower. So I'll just, I'll just recap those five things. So one, and the, to me, the most important cornerstone foundation, whatever you want to call it, of all of this is understanding yourself, um, what you want and why. Understanding your values, beliefs, etc. That's really, really important. 
Secondly is understanding what your long-term goals are so that when you're faced with the immediate gratification of this finite resource called willpower, you have a clear why and your purpose for what your goals um, and the gain is that you actually want. Um, Number three is remove the temptation in the first place so that you don't have to exercise your willpower. And then the flip side of that coin is to do the extra mile, one extra step or do something more to exercise the willpower. So when you actually are having to um, dig in to the the power of the will, um, go that extra bit just so that you can experience what it feels like as well and that you know you can do it. And then finally, allow yourself some fun. So schedule it in, budget it in. And you can get some really like, for instance, I um, I bought, I, I love floating, not something I thought I would ever love, but I actually really do. And it's part of, it's something very relaxing. Um, so it's part of my self-care routine now, um, but they often have sales. So I'll buy like a pack of three for a hundred dollars and they're normally like 80 or 70 or $80 per float. I don't even know what the price is because I hardly ever pay the full price. Um, and it's just, it's a really good way to do it. So when, if there's something that is a particular thing or an experience and there might be a sale, usually around end of financial year or even boxing day um, just budget in to to spend a little extra then so that you have your fun Um, and also end of season. That's just, just probably another little saving tip. I always buy end of season for the next year, whether it's like for my daughter, I'll buy her, um, her winter clothing at the end of winter this year, I'll buy the next size for next year. And then I have her whole wardrobe ready to go. I've just got to find somewhere to store it. Um, and like next year we might go skiing. So I was like, oh, ski stuff. I might go, there's a there's a, a company in the US that I really love buying from and they have awesome quality snow gear. Um, so when it's the end of their, snow, their winter season, which is more like our January, February, is when I'll look at their stuff because it goes on like 70% off. So there um, are ways if you you kind of plan the things that you want. And again, this comes down to to knowing what you want and why. You can start to sort of plan for things, even if it's as simple as saving money on, you know, ski gear um, or snow gear. So there, hopefully that's helped, helped you with willpower and given you some ideas. It's, um, it's not exactly the most fun idea, but it's something that we're all going to be faced with. It's one of the reasons why I exercise first thing in the morning is because I know that's when I have the most willpower. Although at the moment it's pretty cold. So getting out of bed is a bit of a challenge. Um, but I, I know that by the afternoon, I just, I have no energy. I have no time. I'm just, it's just not going to happen. So I do it first thing. Um, anything I know I really need to do that requires effort, it's done first thing. So enjoy that, have a think, and um, enjoy practicing and flexing that muscle. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>